Kathy Zaka. Hi, I'm Susan Offen. And I'm Laura Potter. And we're your host today for Pure Truth. We want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. Today, we will be talking about another one of the words the Lord gave us for this new year, 2023, which is invigorate. And our scripture for today is from Ephesians 1, 16 through 18. I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope that he has given to those that he called his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. Yeah, that's good. All right, last week we talked about renewed hearts, renewed minds, and a reset in God. That's the word that Laura received from the Lord for 2023. And this week we want to talk about the word the Lord gave Susan, which is invigorate. This word is so applicable to where we're headed. You know, we need this refreshing and renewing in our hearts, our minds, and our bodies. And God is doing just that. He's going to do so much more, too. You mm-hmm. know? And as we continue to move forward in God's plan of destroying the evil all around the world, I have repeatedly heard how tired and exhausted many people are. Yeah. I'm there. What about y'all? Yes. Yeah. This fight we're in, it's not an easy one. But we are making it day by day. That's God. Yeah. And he's giving us the strength, stamina, and wisdom to push through the smoke and the fire. And I have good news. We will make it through this, too. This season will not last forever. And I believe we're on our way out of it and into a much better season. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. Laura, Laura, do you want to give us a good description of what invigorate means? Sure. You know, to invigorate is to fill with energy or a feeling of vitality, renewal, or refreshment. Invigorate is especially used in context with things that make people feel alive or renewed or refreshed physically, mentally, or emotionally. And such a state or feeling can be called vigor, which is, of course, the root word of invigorate. And a close synonym is vitality. In other words, to invigorate is to fill with vigor. Sometimes invigorate is applied to things other than people to mean something like to stimulate or boost. So what causes you to be invigorated? What gives you a boost? Like when we go and exercise, for instance, it gives us a boost to our physical bodies, causing our blood to flow properly, and it releases endorphins into our bloodstream and into our brain. And that gives us a physical boost to our bodies so that we can function and fire on all cylinders, you know, so to speak. Yeah. So God made our bodies to work this way, that when we exercise and keep our blood flowing vigorously through our bodies, it even causes our bodies to heal naturally, right? Yes. So it's a beautiful design that he's given to us. And then like another way we can be invigorated is to have a change of scenery. You know, like you've taken a vacation and you get time away from the busyness of life and you leave the grind, the daily grind uh, so that you can invigorate your mind, your heart and your life. Yeah. You know, taking time away gives you a reset, like turning off your computer or turning off your phone for a while just to give it time to reboot. Right. Right. And it refreshes itself. And then when you turn it back on, it works a lot more efficiently. Right. So when you return from your trip, you're ready to get back to your home, your bed, your own bed, <laughs> and your daily routine. All right, I'm going to stop you right there. That right there, that, that change of scenery that you just said, mm-hmm. that hit me because that's what God's doing right now. He's changing our scenery, 
in the coming days, everything's going to start looking and feeling different. I mean, in a lot of ways, it already has. Right. You know, yeah. our daily routine, it's going to look different, not in a bad way, but in a more wonderful way. And it is refreshing. It's going to wash over us, and it will begin to change the hardest of hearts to soften like never before mm-hmm. towards the things of God. Right. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, sometimes just taking a break from your house or your workplace, taking a walk outside in nature, it can revigorate, invigorate reinvigorate (laughs) your entire mood and mindset. And I know that's very true for myself. Like I like to take hikes or walks around my neighborhood or just absorb the beauty of God's creation all around me. Of course, you know, I love photography, as you guys all know. Yeah. And capturing Mm -hmm. God's beauty with my camera gives me a lot of excitement and joy. Right. I mean, I love getting that perfectly sharp shot, you know, of a bird or an insect, you know, if it's, say, sitting on one of my flowers, yeah. you know, there's there's nothing like capturing a perfect shot of things most people never see or take notice of. It's like finding a hidden treasure, right? Yeah, and that we've seen some of your, what do you say? Photography. Photography. <laughs> Photographs. And she does. She gets the real close-up. I mean, even a fly. You're but so it's, beautiful. It's, it's the detail. Like, she just focused. It, it, her, it's amazing, the pictures that she does. You'd have to go look at her website, but it's pretty awesome. I'm pretty passionate about it. Yeah. Go yeah, check it out. You're good at it. So. <laughs> So, you know, there are many other things I could talk about, you know, that can bring invigoration to our lives. But as I sought the Lord out for this word and asking him to give me more insight into how he wants to invigorate our lives as his people, he revealed another way that he can and he will invigorate our lives. He brought my attention to the studying of his word. And when I'm studying and I discover new things I never knew before or was unaware of, It opens my eyes to a greater understanding of who God is, how He thinks, and what He wants for His people. Wow. You know, the word invigorate came to me suddenly as I was standing in my kitchen. I knew this word was a word about the new year, 2023. I was standing in front of the calendar, but I wasn't looking at any specific dates. I feel like God was pointing me to look to a new future or a new outlook on the future coincidentally showing me how to move forward with a new mindset. That's good. That's the first time you told us that story yeah. of how you mm-hmm. actually, or where you were when I how heard you received it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I've had some challenging life experiences recently, namely a lot of grief, as I have described before, in losing multiple loved ones. Grief can be exhausting and draining, especially once you decide to deal with the emotions and feelings that come along with it. Yeah. Because many times it's easy to avoid or put off to deal with at a later time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And grief can come in waves. Yeah. yeah. You just don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. And there's no right or wrong way to grieve, and it affects us all differently. After going through this challenging emotional season, I believe God gave me this word for the new year because I'm experiencing a breakthrough and I'm going to be revitalized spiritually to a level I've never experienced before. Amen. Amen. Yes. With this will come pure joy and freedom to enter even new levels of intimacy with God. So awesome. good. Yeah. You know, the three of us have been begun studying the things that possibly took place. This is all in our Bible study. Everything that took place before the creation of Adam and Eve and all that was taking place in the days of Noah before the flood. So good. It is really yes, good. It is mind blowing. <laughs> yep. And this has all been really, really fascinating to us. And honestly, it's been filling in so many gaps and questions that I've had all my life in studying God's Word. Yeah, It's helped me to have a better understanding of God's character and why He did the things He did in the stories of the Bible. Right. You know, and honestly, it's given me a greater and grander perspective of Yahweh. 
and it's filled my heart with more invigorating pursuits of God and His Word than I've had in a long time. And the things we're learning is mind-blowing. Yep. Like we've yes. said that 20 million times, I think, now in these episodes, <laughs> yes. it's mind-blowing. It it's given me a voracious appetite, you know, to study as much as I can to know, you know, God even more. Yeah. And of course, you know, we're studying God's Word, but alongside of it, we've been studying three other books. Two of the books are from the same author, Michael S. Heiser. One book is entitled The Unseen Realm, Recovering the, the Supernatural Worldview of the Bible. The other is entitled Supernatural, What the Bible Teaches About the Unseen World and Why It Matters. Yeah. You know, those two books are companion books, but The Unseen Realm gives more depth and understanding. Like the third book uh, we're also studying is First Enoch, but we're studying a paraphrased version of it that's entitled Enoch's Blessing, a modern English paraphrase of Enoch's ancient writings. And that book is written by Michael Fick- Fickness. Yeah. I have to say right. Through our studying, we've gained new understanding and, and widening our, our view of God's heavenly court systems and how it works, yeah. the spiritual beings that God created, the hierarchy of God and how he created each one of us in his image with free will to choose. You know, we're learning what took place in heaven during the time of Lucifer and the other angels that rebelled and how this has affected mankind and how they're still work at work today trying to hold back mankind from thriving as God's people here on earth. It's the same thing. That's the, yes. you know, We're learning that even back then, Satan and all the things that we've that talked out throughout the Bible, how much he hated God and his jealousy and all these things, it's the same thing even now. Right. Right. That it was back then. Just a repeat. Just a repeat. He yeah. doesn't Satan do doesn't it. do anything new. No. He just does a lot of do-overs. Yes. Yes. At least he tries. Yeah. You know, the puzzling question of my of why would our loving God, you know, flood the entire earth and save only Noah's family as a remnant seed? I mean... That right there. Would, yeah. We're learning about that right now. And oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Just so much stuff that, like you said, there's so many answers that are coming to our questions that we've had for so long. Right. Yes. Oh, I, I always had that question yeah. in the back yeah. of my mind growing up, always. And I still had... You know, faith in God that he knew what he was doing, and I trusted him. But this was a question, you know, my inquiring mind wanted to know and understand. (laughs) You know, but what we're studying right now is information that was common knowledge for the people of the Bible. Yeah, so back then, I want to to say this, back then, they don't have the the tools that we have now today. Right. So the way that they knew things and experienced things was way different. They didn't have technology back then. No, they had stories that were passed down from generation to generation, person to person. So them telling their stories and wording the things that they they worded them back then are different than how we would word these things today. Right. So we have to go back and think about where they were at. Right. And and how they process things, mm-hmm. that's right. and not how we would do that here today. Yeah, and that's different. why in their culture, yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah that's that's good. Enoch, first Enoch, because yes. there's several books of Enoch, but yeah. first Enoch is, you know, a lot of theologians study. You right. know, this this book. It's it's only included. I think I believe in the Catholic Bible they have first Enoch, but. You know, this was what's written in First Enoch is what was common knowledge back then. Right. So, obviously, yeah, it wasn't the inspired word of God, like the Bible, the canon, but it is what was common knowledge to them. So, it's important for us to understand what was common knowledge to them so we can understand and put in the right framework everything that we read in the Bible. Right. 
you know? Get the bigger picture. Right. And yeah. so, you know, as, as Western Christians, we're very uninformed of this knowledge. Yeah. And it's time that we learn these things from the past so to know our true history so we don't fall into the same traps that the enemy had set for us, you know, time and time again over history. Yeah, exactly. We need to learn from the past so we can move into the future that God has for us in a victorious way. Yes. Right? Yes. And there's, there's a lot more to study, and it's very exciting to learn these things. And we've only just begun. Yeah. I know that as we've been doing all along, when God pours new insight into us, we will faithfully pour it all out to you. And right now, we're taking everything in and expanding our understanding. But in future episodes, I'm sure we'll be sharing and pouring out those truths to you, too. So stay tuned. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, Laura's right. We will definitely be sharing some really interesting stuff this next year. Um, in our last episode, I mentioned that it feels like God's preparing many of us for this new era that we're entering into. And as Laura just mentioned, we are le- we're learning about the fall of Satan and the angels that were cast from heaven down to earth. And this all happened before God created man. And we are learning so much and just taking it all in. You know, there are many verses in the Bible that talk about this. I never paid attention before. Right. You know, even though I've read the Bible several times over, I'm now looking at it with new eyes, new revelation that God's pouring into the three of us. And it all is starting to make sense. Why Satan is doing what he's doing, why he hates God so much, what he was doing in heaven, his job before his rebellion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he had a job. Yeah. You know, and Noah, what happened before and after the flood? Oh, my goodness. Right. There's a lot of stuff. It's all so fascinating to me. And the puzzle pieces are coming together to form the whole picture. And mm-hmm. I can't wait to learn it all. You know, God's preparing us for so much more, and I can't wait to learn everything that we can. Everything that I'm learning is truly invigorating. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I've also been inspired in all that we're learning to just dig in with new eyes, like you said, Kathy, and yeah. receive more revelation. It's like our Bible teacher says, we're going to study and learn with new lenses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she even gave us little glasses to wear. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> did. Sunglasses. Yep. Yeah. I like Get that. out of our the box. Yeah, mm-hmm. think things differently, you know. All right, well, we're in a time right now where people are still waking up to what the enemy's been doing. And God and his angels have kept or have been working hard to guide his children into his truth. The lies and deception have kept us in such a fog for so long. And it really is hard sometimes to differentiate between the truth and the lies that have been pouring out through our news media as well as social media. You know, these lies then spread into our churches and our homes. And we already know our government's right in the middle of all the lies. You know, and this fog reminds me of a word that I received from the Lord last October. And I'm only going to share part of it so you can read the full word on my website. This was on October the 20th of 2022. As I sat with the Lord that evening, I kept getting this sense of fog. This fog was dense and it was hard to see through. It inhibits us from movement. It keeps us trapped because we can't move about freely. It stifles It's hard to breathe in this fog. And as I continued to sit and wait, I heard the Lord ask me, What are you seeing? And I replied, Fog. It's everywhere. He asked, Do you see me in the fog? No, I replied, I can't see anything. He asked me, Can you hear me in the fog? And I said, Yes, Lord, I can hear you. And he asked, Can you feel me in the fog? And I paused for a moment, reflecting, and then I answered, Yes, Lord, I feel your presence with me in the fog. And he said, Good, I am in the fog. This fog is covering all of earth in the spirit realm. And remember that I am there. This fog comes from your enemy, the devil. Remember that I am there. This fog is dark and dense. Remember that I am there. 
The enemy is using it to cause confusion, and it weakens my children. But remember, I am there. Remember that I am in the fog with you. You can hear me, and I am there. So many are unaware of this fog, for it is not seen in the natural. He uses this fog to keep my truth from entering the hearts and minds of my children. It entraps them, causing them to fear, causing them to make unwise decision. It takes away their clarity and so much more. And I had to look up the definition of clarity. And it says, the quality of being coherent and intelligible. And I thought it was very applicable okay. here. You mm-hmm. know, My children, as the Lord continues, my children, do you feel the chaos? Do you feel the confusion? Do you feel the disunity? Do you feel sleepy and lethargic? These things are all from the enemy of your soul. And he wants to keep you in this fog so he can control, manipulate, and then destroy you. And I say, enough. I am removing the fog. I am breathing fresh air over my creation. Fresh wind is coming. The fog is being removed in the spirit realm. The fog is being removed from your minds. Clarity is coming. My truth is coming. I'm ready. Yes, (laughs) me too. And then I love this part that he said here. He says, start imagining a world that you live in with peace and freedom. Start imagining a world without chaos and confusion and with clarity and a sound mind. Start imagining a world without sickness. Wow. You think about that. All right, right. Yes. Start imagining a world where you see miraculous healings taking place. Start imagining a world without division. Oh, my gosh. That would be really wonderful. Yeah, that's hard to wrap your head around. just seen it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Start imagining a world with peace, love, and joy. Start imagining a world that is not corrupt. Start imagining a world with prosperity in all that you do. That is what is coming, and so much more. Isn't that good? Yes. God is inviting us to come out of the fog and start imagining a world without all the chaos and confusion. How can we hear the words God speaking and not feel invigorated? Right. Our God will fulfill what He has promised us. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, on December 5th of 2022, the Lord spoke these words to me, confirming what I've just been speaking to you about and what Kathy's speaking about. Yeah. He said, all the authority, all the blessings, and all the earth is yours. I have given these things to you to fulfill my will upon the earth. Nothing is lacking because I have given and provided all that you need. You are my blessed children, and I call you mine without hesitation. Everything has been done for you, and all you have to do is ask, and I'll give it to you. There is nothing I would not do for you, so see me the way I see you. Every life is precious to me, each and every one I have created in my image and according to my will. Each one of you were hand-picked and planned out by me. I know every hair on your head, and I know the deepest desires that are circling in your head. I created you to desire more and continually want more of me. You will never be settled and not desire more because there is a never-ending supply of more of me. That's good. I am all that you need, and I love to pour out more than you can contain of me. I know it delights your heart, and I love to see you smile. He says, you are a delight to my heart, and you are the apple of my eye. I love when you look up at the sky and smile and acknowledge me. I know when I see you take delight in me, and I delight in sharing my heart with you. I am all that you need in this life, so continue to come to me and let me overflow your heart with more of me. Transition and changes will come and go, but I will never change. Our relationship will always remain, and you can always count on me. There will be rough days and good days, 
but my love for you is continually consistent. I will never change. Come to me in the quietness of the morning and come to me all throughout your day. I'm always listening and I will speak to you. You are never without companionship. I am a friend who never leaves. Our relationship is special and covered with my covenant of love for you. Understand my ways and seek to know my face. Ask for my understanding and I will pour out my revelatory wisdom and understanding so that you can run victoriously in this race. There is so much more to learn and grow into and as you seek me more. I will pour it out to you, increasing your faith. You will rise up in me with greater understanding than you had before and this will invigorate your heart to want to pursue me more. I will give you what you ask for. Just come to me for more. It is when you pursue me that your heart will cry out for more. Come to me for a never-ending supply of my goodness and love. Come to me for a never-ending flood in your heart of my love and peace. I have so much more in store for you, and all you have to do is ask. Ask, seek, and knock are the keys to open the doors to greater understanding of me. I will always provide for you, and all you have to do is come to me. I will pour out the heavens over you and surround you in my love. Come and receive all that you can hold from me, for I am delighted to be with you and give you all that you need. To be invigorated with new insight, wisdom, and revelatory knowledge from God and of God is very exciting. Yeah, it is. Know that we are in very exciting times, and as we continue to pursue an intimate relationship with the Father, He will reinvigorate us every day. Yeah, you know, that's so encouraging. He wants us to know that he loves us. Yeah. Yes. And he's telling us that big changes are coming. Good changes. Yep. Yes, it is encouraging. Yeah. I love how Psalm 103, 1 through 5, describes God's great love for us and what he does for us. Tells us what he's really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It begins, praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your disease, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Mm -hmm. That's good. David's praise focused on God's glorious deeds. It can be easy to complain about life sometimes, but David's list gives us plenty for which to praise God. He forgives our sins, heals our diseases, redeems us from death, crowns us with love and compassion, satisfies our desires, and gives righteousness and justice. We receive all of this without even deserving any of them. Right. And no matter how difficult my life journey, I know I can always count my blessings past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. When I reflect on my spiritual journey, there are times or seasons when I felt more spiritually alive. This past season was one of them. Mm. I felt alive because I was taking the time to feel my emotions and be with my feelings. I haven't always felt free to do this growing up as a child, but I'm sure some of you can relate. How about you, ladies? Okay. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. You know, there were many times in my life when I felt suppressed, oppressed, and even depressed. Mm-hmm. But God doesn't want us to live that way, right? Right. He wants us to live a, a life of freedom. So we know all of the other stuff comes from the enemy of our soul. Sorting through your emotions is not always fun, but sometimes it's really necessary to just feel them, bad or good, so you can move on from it to bigger and better things. That's you guys right. know I, I never hold anything back. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we always tell them. Uh, I have to like tell us hold really things feel. back in my. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> That's why we love you. Uh, <laughs> yes. The Psalms are really good, too, yeah. to read, you know, when it comes to emotions yeah. and mm-hmm. feelings. Because David and, felt all of them. Yeah. He was yeah. a very emotional guy. Well, there yeah. was a time when I was really not understanding where we were at yeah. and what we were doing, the journey that we were on, you know, and it was just, it was a confusing time Yeah, and kind of an uneasy time. You know, I didn't feel secure like I used to, and but I had the Lord. And so I went and I started reading all through the Psalms. And I even had a book idea that came to me from, from that time, you know, just going through, thoroughly going through all of the Psalms. And God began giving me pictures of those Psalms, like you could take a picture of this and then write Psalm about Psalm. With it. Yeah, and the Psalm goes with it. So anyway, it was One just of a, these days. Right. It'll come out. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> So, yeah, Psalms is a very, you know, you just hear the heart of David. You hear his grief, you hear his rejoicing. His passion. Yeah. such a passionate guy. Because everything he's going through is very difficult, but in all of it, he still praises the Lord. Sure does. And that's what it taught me to do. It's a reminder for us. Mm -hmm. Very expressive. Yeah. Yep. It was easier to hide my emotions or numb them for various reasons during this season. Mm -hmm. For example, I wasn't encouraged to talk about my emotions because no one else knew how to deal with them or they just chose not to deal with them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make anyone a bad person. It's just patterns of behavior we learn. And spiritually speaking, it was also a time in which I depended on God for His strength, deep compassion, and love. Job 33.30 says, to bring back his soul from the pit, to be enlightened with the light of the living. It's good. So good. Yeah. As I have gone through and experienced this challenging time, I feel like this season, now I'm being spiritually invigorated in a new way after being driven to my knees, knowing I needed God's power in order to do what had been required of me. Yeah. Part of this spiritual invigoration has been starting this podcast (laughs) because there's no way I could even consider this challenge without the Holy Spirit guiding me and the power of God to speak His truth through me. Amen, sister. You're doing great. You're doing great. As I'm being spiritually revitalized, I'm able to accept this challenge, and I also feel like this is a process that will continue to happen. Yeah, that's really good, Susan. You know, and it really makes sense. In the season that we're heading, the season that we're heading into, we've all been living in a really challenging time, and God has been calling all of us to bigger and better things for a really long time. And instead of ignoring Him, we are finally answering His call. You know, we are all being spiritually invigorated, and because we are moving forward with God, He is providing all of us with invigoration for this next season. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. I want to read another encouraging word that I received from the Lord. The, the Lord. Last year, on October 13, 2022, and God said, As the awakening continues, my people are strengthened. We are becoming stronger. My angels are on assignment right now, carrying out my commands in preparation of the day of truth. The war you are in is being fought in the unseen realm. The enemy is scrambling because, and I have spoken this before, there are more of you than there are of them. Mm -hmm. My ecclesia is prepared for what is coming. You are entering into a new era, a new period in history. And I've heard that many, many times Mm -hmm. over the last few months. He continues, a new way of life is coming. I am releasing new ideas over my children, things that I have been holding back for this new era. My children, you will flourish. My blessings will flow from heaven. 
Your hearts will leap with joy as I release these new things that I placed in you when I when I created you. My provision will match the vision you have inside of you. You will no longer lack because I will provide all that you need. Your hearts will feel full and will overflow with new ideas as they come bubbling forth. I am releasing new things that are very much needed in this new era. Many of you will cry out in joy as one after another of these ideas begin to bloom inside you, and it will burst out of you, for you will not be able to hold it in. Even now, some of you feel a stirring within you, and this is because I have released many angels on assignment to do this very thing. Just wait and watch as it comes to fulfillment. Did I, the Lord God, not say that change is coming? Do I promise and not fulfill? Do I speak to my prophets and turn away? No. What I have promised and what I have spoken to my prophets will come to pass. The awakening is upon you. My new era is quickly coming. I will deal with the enemy as I have repeatedly spoken through many of my prophets. And after I take him down, my new era will be ushered in. Do not fret. Do not fear. For those that have ears to hear, listen to my prophets. Listen to my voice as I speak through them. They were chosen by me to reveal my words to encourage you, to reassure you, to give you hope, and to give you revelation and instruction during this very crucial war. Listen, hear my words today. You are almost there. We are almost there. Continue to pray, continue to stand, continue to fight. You will know when this war is over. Every single person on earth will know. For I am the Lord God, and I will not be mocked. My angels are fighting for you, for my children. Remember who you are, an heir of my kingdom. We will not lose this fight. Trust in me, and I will see you through your darkest days. I will bring you into your best days. Hang on tightly. We are almost there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Again, his words are so invigorating, refreshing, encouraging. And that's the time that we're in right now. Good things. I've said it before. Good things are coming our way. Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah. You know, I believe with all the evil and satanic attacks our world is experiencing right now, we as people will soon be entering this season of invigoration. Yeah. After experiencing the challenge of a world pandemic, among many other changes, our joy and vitality is going to be restored and we'll be left with more vigor, life, and love than ever before. I want to share a devotional writing by Richard Rohr. It seems that we need beginnings or everything devolves and declines into unnecessary and sad endings. You were made for so much more. So today you must pray for the desire to desire. I like that. Even if you do not feel it yet, ask for a new and even unknown desires. Yeah. For you will eventually get what you really desire. I promise you, it's the Holy Spirit doing the desiring at your deepest level, like you said before, Laura. Mm. Right. Therefore, you'll get nothing less than what you really desire and almost surely much more. You are the desiring of God. God desires through you and longs for life and love through you and in you. We pray, God, give me the desire to desire what you want me to desire. That's good. Allow it to speak and you will find your place in the universe of things. In 2 Corinthians 6.2, it says, For God has already said, It says, in a favorable time, I have heard you. On the day of salvation, I have helped you. Well, now is that favorable time. Today is the day of salvation. This is so exciting. It is. is. You know, I was just thinking God has planted those desires within our hearts and minds from the very beginning, like when he created us. You know, our dreams, our desires, they make up who we are. 
So as I mentioned in last week's episode, everything originated in heaven first, and those desires we have are brought from God through us to be made manifest here on the earth. Yeah, I agree. That's good. You know, yes. We're entering into a, a season of invigoration, and we've talked about that mm-hmm. several times already. So His refreshing peace and love are going to pour in and wipe away so much of the bad things we have had to endure because of how deeply the enemy infiltrated our hearts, our homes, the church, our churches, government, and even our minds. We are moving towards it now, so just hang in there. I think, you know, just once we realize, once it's been lifted off of us, yeah, you know, that's when you realize, wait, what? Yeah. You know, we've been so saturated with so much evil. Oppressed. Right? right? So that when it's lifted up, it'll be like this free, fresh, you know, breath of fresh air blowing into our lungs like a whole new, yeah. brand new start. And yeah. it'll be like, I don't think we'll ever have experienced this before. No. That's what's coming to me. No. It's it's going to be a whole new ball brand game. Brand new. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's something to really look forward to. Yeah, it is. And I want to share a word that, it's a prophetic word that and a vision that, that I received on October the 25th of 2022. And this will encourage you. And, and we're talking about how, you know, the spirit realm, it's real. And um, this vision, oh my gosh, just remembering it with seeing Michael the Archangel and just want you guys to know that his angels are here right now. Mm-hmm. And, and when I saw this vision, I knew that this last quarter of 2022 that Michael's here with God's army, and there are things that are going on in the spirit realm right now that are preparing us to move out of the season that we're in, that we're in the war that we're in, mm-hmm. and we're heading into this new season. So I just want to encourage you and, and, and show you what this gave me chills whenever I saw it. So, all right, so I was sitting and waiting on the Lord, and I was taken into a vision. I saw Michael, the archangel, standing on top of a very important building in Washington, D.C., with a sword in his hands. Michael brought the sword down swiftly and slammed it into the top of this building, and the entire earth shook. I was standing high above in the heavens while watching this take place. White light, like electricity, came shooting up, and as I watched, I saw what looked like an explosion. This was a massive explosion, and a dark cloud rose over all of the earth. I then saw demon angels shooting up from the earth, screaming and screeching as they ascended to the second heaven. This went on for some time, and as the dark cloud over the earth began to dissipate, I saw so many angels from heaven surrounding people all around the earth. And just as Michael placed his sword into this very important building in Washington, D.C., I saw other warrior angels in other nations also standing atop their very important building with their swords embedded into the building. And I heard in my spirit, the war is almost over. Excitement flooded my entire being, and I continued to watch, and and I saw people, the ones that had been long deceived by the enemy. I saw them falling to their knees. So amazing. Once the sword hit the top of that important building in Washington, D.C., and those demons began, began to shoot up into the second heaven, that meant they were no longer tormenting those people, no longer holding them captive with the lies of the enemy. So those people began to spill all of what had been taking place, one after another began to tell their story of what they had been doing or what they had witnessed. They could no longer hold it in. It came spewing out all around the world. It was shocking to see how many people had been a part of the enemy's plan. And as I continued to watch, I noticed the strongholds and principalities established by the enemy, and they were still in place. 
They looked unmovable. And I could hear the shrieking taking place all around the earth. These demonic strongholds and principalities were angry, and they were ready to fight. And as the dark clouds continued to clear, I then could see more people on earth, the Lord's ecclesia, the ones who have partnered with him in this fight. They were standing strong together in unity all around the world. Their arms were linked, and they were praying, for they knew what was about to take place. I then saw what was across from them in the spirit, the enemy's dark angels ready to take on God's ecclesia. The battle line had been drawn, and it was a standoff unlike anything that has ever been experienced on earth. And I then saw in the spirit God's angels coming to stand behind his ecclesia on earth all around the world. These angels were massive. They were ready, as I've mentioned many times before, and they were well prepared for this battle. And this thought came to my mind. There are more of us than there are of them. And I heard the Lord speak. The intensity of this battle will continue to grow, and it will be felt all around the world. Stay close to me, and you will not be harmed. Now is the time to repent. Don't wait until it's too late. I am coming to defeat the enemy. He will not have my children. He will not win this battle. Every demonic stronghold and principality on earth will be struck down, and anyone that is playing a part in the enemy's plan will be struck down with him. The time has come. The battle is here. Be ready to take a stand in this fight. You have nothing to fear, for I am with you. Watch as your enemy falls before you. Watch as I take him down. I have given many warnings of what is about to take place. Your freedom is at hand. Do not fear the things you you see and hear. All of these things must take place. The enemy must be defeated. I am with you. And as the days ahead unfold, freedom will come in and replace all of your fears and anxiety. My peace and my love will flood your hearts and your minds. Trust in me. There are more of us than there are of them. We will win this battle. Stay close to me. The time has come for you to stand up and fight in unity with your brothers and sisters in Christ all around the world. And remember, I am with you, and I love you. Isn't that encouraging? So yes, good. Is. That's that's what's been taking place. He's fighting with us. We're praying, the ecclesia, we're praying with him, we're partnering with him, we're fighting this battle with him. Uh-huh. And we're going to get delivered from all of this. Mm-hmm. It's a fight. It's a fight. We're going to have to get through it. And I just keep seeing the angels standing right behind us. Yeah. You know? And doing things for us. There's so many of them. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, there's so many of them. So just allow yourself to imagine a time after this war. A time that peace will flood the earth. Do you see it or sense it? It brings such a smile to my face knowing that we are headed in this direction. Not the one that the enemy would have you believe, which is catastrophic. But we are headed for deliverance from all of this evil. So let this invigoration pour over your whole being. And allow God to refresh you for this new year. We have something to look forward to. Praise God. Yes. All right. It's time to close. Next week, we'll be sharing the last of the words that the Lord gave us for 2023, and that will be redemption. It's going to be a good word. That's good. Yeah. And we want to close with this scripture from Hebrews 12, 12 through 13. So then brace up and reinvigorate and set right your slackened and weakened and drooping hands and strengthen your feeble and palsied and tottering knees and cut through and make firm and plain and smooth straight paths for your feet. Yes, make them safe and upright and happy paths that go in the right direction, so that the lame and halting limbs may not be put out of joint, but rather may be cured. 
That's good. Yes, it is. All right. Today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. We thank you, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We will appreciate it very much. And thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. And we would love to hear from you. So please email us at puretruthpodcast3, that's the number three, at gmail.com. All right. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Mine is laurapotter.us. And mine is susanoffen.com. And we hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. All right. Until next time. Susan. Laura. And Kathy. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.